Hi, I'm Lavoni. And I'm Sarah, and welcome to the Lavoni and Sarah podcast. Today, Sarah and I are talking about how important it is to have a healthy gut and how our gut does more than many of us realize. The human gut is clever, referred to as our second brain. It contains millions of neurons and is home to the microbiome, an army of microbes that influence your mood, immune system, and your weight. Before we start into the importance of gut health, let's check in and see where Sarah and I are at with our uh, health and wellness endeavors. Sarah, how are things your end, so to speak? (laughs) We're not going straight into the whole gut health and producing, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm feeling really in control. So I feel quite bright about everything at the moment with regards to my... um, my approach to my health I think the weather here in the UK is definitely helping we've got gorgeous sunshine we've had it now for nearly two straight weeks um which means that I've been eating lots of salads and lots of lighter food which I think really it helps isn't it in sunny Mm. weather it just makes it so much easier to do that does make it um I've been drinking consciously drinking lots of water as well because it's been hot but also just trying to make sure that I'm feeling hydrated um I'm and i'm right also now. doing much better with prepped meals so making sure they've got food in as really good options um and also then preparing my lunches and things like we've talked about before so yeah i'm on it at the moment i feel uh good for feel you good. Yeah. sarah and i are looking very summery we will eventually have videos where we can show you but we're both we're both in tank tops we are mm. it's boiling it's here very Absolutely. summery and um, and well for me um, I feel pretty good. I can't remember how many pounds I've lost, kilos I've lost now. Um, I have to add that they, up. But tell people since you just you just got weighed um, by the doctor, didn't you? So you since April you. Oh lost. yeah, yeah. I had um, yeah since the last time I was there. That was in March, the end of uh-huh. March. Oh March. Um, okay. Yeah, that I have lost seven f- kilos 40, yeah seven kilos so like which is 15 14, pounds 15 pounds uh-huh. yeah yeah so that's but then that's over um, a stone. and that's on their scales which are more than my scales you know what okay, i mean yeah yeah but that you know so from but the there, change it's just the change yeah, yeah. But you so know what amazed it me matter what the number is yeah exactly it, it it what amazed me is nobody even said oh that's you know good not that i needed a pat on the back really but they're the first ones that you know like mm. they give you grief the other way around. right right <laughs> exactly but anyway yeah so and that's i've been working really out work. which is good yesterday i did something different because i had lots of sitting to do lots of computer stuff yeah. and so i did my 50 minute block thing yeah and then so um for anybody that hasn't heard us talk about this you um set a timer and for 50 minutes put your head down and you just work on whatever the task is you've got Mm -hmm. to do and it's it for me it works because I'm always trying to beat that 50 minutes and then you've got 10 minutes to do whatever you need go pee hang clothes on the line whatever make a snack while I was going in and working out so and and like doing high more high intensity Uh in that yeah so I did that about five times yesterday and we just go in and do something you know different each time yeah so but um and then for my food uh, i just haven't been eating as much no no smaller portions just yeah smaller portions or less regularly less regularly i think okay yeah doing a bit of intermittent fasting which um i don't know i I don't mind doing that actually 
it's just it's whatever works for it's you. It's whatever it? works, yeah. And it's you know sometimes because I get up so early, sometimes the mornings are a little. Mm. But um, I may lengthen it to like Sarah and I were just talking about this before we started recording. Um, doing it more like between ten and six. Right now it's yeah. eleven to five, and you know five o'clock usually I'm still working anyway. That's six a really long time. That's the yeah. Well, I go to bed quite early. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it's still light out when I go to bed most <laughs> nights. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't um, ask me about mine. Right, yes, I'm sure it's definitely not. But anyway, how's your gut, Sarah? How's your gut? My gut actually is doing well. I think eating the salads, I think drinking the water, that's they don't all made. Call, they don't call it roughage for nothing, do I they? I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that's all working a treat. Thank you very much. Plus there's a lot of um, chewing involved with a salad. It takes longer to eat don't you think it takes me longer mm. to eat than if i was eating yeah, a steak probably. and potato. Or i'm probably just a bit lazy and i probably just swallow it down and find myself choking okay. <laughs> <laughs> i wish i chewed that bit of watercress a bit more <laughs> like a hairball um but yes no actually my um my sort of regularity of going to the toilet does fluctuate but it definitely is influenced by what i've been eating so if i've been eating loads of junk food lots of sugary food carbs or whatever that's what affects it for me personally i can tell then that i haven't been eating well because then i'm not as regular when i go to constipated the yeah. yeah so that's um, horrible oh man being constipated yeah. yeah having a good poo in the morning is just like well, it sets just you up, sets you day, up. It? does does yeah but that see that's the thing though gut health isn't just about that's what people hear gut they think, think it's just it about yeah. that but it's not because of all the things it does so it helps regulate body weight control hunger signals decide what which foods you crave how much blood sugar spikes in response to milk that's pretty amazing people wouldn't no, it's a, it's a big job. Yeah, it's da- yeah. It also protects your gut from invaders. It um, protects the entire immune system. And uh, this was interesting. There's been a rise in allergic uh, diseases like asthma, which I have, eczema, IBS, the irritable bowel syndrome, type one diabetes, um, and they're primarily an immune system that's got out of control. And that's all because okay. of bad gut health. Can be not necessarily and the type two diabetes, been then but caused by the by what's being added into the food. I think so. Pesticides, yeah. yeah um, the gut also converts food that the body can't digest, and then that gets converted into hormones uh, and chemicals. These control mood, appetite, and general health. And then um, in the gut, the biome, which are all the you know little bacteria and creatures, right. Um, they also may reduce anxiety and lessen depression, mm-hmm. which I thought yep. people wouldn't think that. But There's then when, been a strong link, hasn't there? Between yeah, that. yeah, gut health and and um, how and mental health and mental mm-hmm. health. Yeah. So, um, do you take like probiotics or prebiotics or anything? No, like I that? don't. I go through phases of um, having kefir and adding that to right. my yogurt and things like that because obviously that's got loads of good. Yeah. Um, it needs, bacteria, yeah, the live but, bacteria. Yeah, but no, I I don't add anything, actually. I'm fortunate enough, touching word, I don't um, take a lot of antibiotics or anything. So I think right. from a balance point of view, I think it should be fairly good. Right. Um, 
and I do have a very varied diet with regards to fruit, That's vegetables, important. nuts and seeds. Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure there'd be extra that I could do for it right. if I did a test for it or whatever because I don't ever take any extra supplements. I'm going to try. Take them? No, but um, after you know reading more about them, I'm I'm going to try some. But mm-hmm. they're they're all different. See, people think, oh, I can eat yogurt and I'll be all right. But but most yogurts, you have to eat a truckload yeah. of it for starters. Yeah. You can't eat the yogurt with the sugar because sugar is bad for the gut it anyway. It kills it off, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. So um, there's just a couple of brands of yogurt that I was going to talk about that um, really are, are better than others, at least mm-hmm. here in the US. Um, you probably have different brands there. But um, – and then you can't – not all supplements are created equal. That's why I wanted to mention it to people. If they were thinking of getting um, like a probiotic. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people that don't know, like probiotics are the mixture of live bacteria or yeast that live in the body. Um, they're the good bacteria that keep you healthy. And then they need prebiotics to feed the probiotics, which is what you were just talking about, oh, Sarah, with the very okay. diet – Mm-hmm. So good prebiotic foods that are important important to feed the probiotics are things like um, garlic and onions, like all yep. of that family, leeks. Um, yeah, very good. Asparagus, artichokes, um, all veggies and fruits, whole mm-hmm. grains, um, dandelion, you know, it's like oh, dandelion okay. greens. I think there's dandelion yep. tea, I don't, you know, uh, bananas, legumes, you know, lentils, Gabanzo beans or chickpeas. So really, eating Oats, a clean and apples. varied diet should yeah, be enough. Exactly. To then feed it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then things that cause an imbalance, um, a, you know, like a dietary change can cause an imbalance in your mm-hmm. in your gut. Um, your intake of protein, sugar, or food additives, pesticides yeah. on unwashed fruit, um, alcohol. Sorry, people. Yeah. New um, medications. Antibiotics, especially, can affect the um, gut well, strong flora. Strong antibiotics just, yeah, really strip it, don't they? Yeah, and then the worst things, the worst foods for gut health, is. Um, can you guess what number one is on the list? Processed food, like yeah, that white bread and stuff. That was sugar. Yeah, processed sugar. food, but sugar is like yeah, the, is the the bad one, and it's in so many products. So if you are eating processed food. There's, I mean, you have to read the it's label. It's always in it, exactly. There was, well, there was something that I saw that was stating, um, oh, it was a, it was a little. I don't know if they have them there. I'm sure they do. The little drinks. It's not yo plants. Yakult. Yakult. Yeah. The first two ingredients in that was is water is the first, and the second one is sugar. What? But they're supposed to be the, uh-huh. the biotic thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that would then cancel it out. It would I just don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it crazy. had skin milk and then glucose was the fourth one. Well, that's more sugar then, isn't it? And that's why it's so important for people to read the yeah. packaging of things. And I know like, you know, we say everything in moderation and obviously like if you have a piece of cake at your birthday or someone's mm. birthday, that's not, you know, at a wedding or whatever, that's not going to, you know, be detrimental overall but doing it all the time is like you know well, sugar in your I coffee i can vouch for that because 
as I mentioned in the last episode, I've been away over the weekend for my parents' um, anniversary party. Right. And I didn't go crazy. I wasn't drinking massively heavy, but I had a drink on Friday night. I had a drink on Saturday. I had a three-course meal Saturday night. I had cake. Um, it wasn't too extreme that I sort of felt ridiculously full or anything, but my body reacted so strongly to it. My this, I started to really swell. I don't mean like an allergic <laughs> swelling. Right. Like I look like Shrek or anything. Right. But you know when you can't get your oh, yeah. on your finger. Oh, yeah. No, it's horrible. Um, I couldn't get my shoes on. I, mean, oh. I know I struggle with swelling in my leg um, because of injury anyway, but it re- it it really, really reacted. Um, and do you and hurt? So, do you find yeah, your joints my hurt? joints were hurting yeah, me. Arthritis were playing up yeah. really badly. Um, so all of this week so far, I've been eating so cleanly. Um, it's it started to reverse it. I mean, the body's so clever, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's so clever. And the gut can heal itself. Yeah, that's the thing. This is not something you just sort of think, oh, I've ruined it. Right. It might take a bit of time, but you mm-hmm. can create some balance. So yeah. I had a great weekend. I don't regret it. But what I have come out of it is feeling that, like you said, the symptoms of eating those types of foods. Right definitely created a physical reaction which is kind of good in a way because then it makes you not want to eat them yeah not all the time yeah and actually you we know that when you've eaten a lot of sugar or sugary products you feel really lethargic don't you and horrible lethargic and i just feel i don't know i just feel we just want more for me it just kicks off that addiction now i need more 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 and and it's it's something which definitely is a physical reaction from eating it this is not just me imagining that i want more i'm like no i need you know i need to get this more into my body you need the exact opposite but that's what it does so yeah i mean it's it does create a pretty instant reaction your gut tells you straight away i right. think whether it's um and happy or not i mean sugar cane itself has nutrients in it but okay. once it's been refined is it the processing of it's it it's the yeah. processing of it yeah so any that's why you know that's the second thing is processed food because the the salt and the sugar in mm-hmm. both of them and often you know the fats too so well, you I don't, don't realise what's in them. So um, no. we're having to be careful about um, dairy at the moment. And so we're looking at all of the ingredients and everything. And you right. wouldn't believe the things that have got dairy just mm-hmm. added in that seems a completely pointless point of view. Right, I don't know. Right. But, so it's when you start properly looking at the back of packets and, and ingredients, it's shocking, isn't it, really, mm-hmm. when you properly look at it. And I know that, you know, a lot of people don't have time to cook, whatever, but um, at this time of year... It's well, even even in you know, like back in Australia, where down in Australia, where you know I'm from, it's you know it's coming into winter there, but still, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing to throw a chicken in the oven or like a cheap piece of beef and put some you know stock and some carrots or and stuff like potatoes. that. Or, I mean, a yeah, sweet potato just, baked and stuff is delicious right, with some um, black beans or something uh-huh. like that, some yeah. avocado. Um, another thing that's awful is artificial sweeteners. And I don't know how, whether it's that bad, um, in the UK, but here, oh my God, people get these giant drinks uh, and they think that it's better because they're drinking diet, you know, Coke or diet Pepsi Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then they're massive and they, they'll have like several of those a day. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, no, we oh haven't got such God. big ones. They're kind of uh, standard sort of smaller bottle. Right, still right. Here. But even so, if, if you have two or three of those a day, then it's going to oh, make good. a difference. Yeah. 
um, too much saturated fat and fried foods, all those things, not good. So good things that are good are things that we were talking about, like live yogurt. Um, and I said that this is kind of tenuous because they're not, or just because it's yogurt. Yogurt's one of the biggest food market. Like it's, um, like it's a huge business, yogurt. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so much sugar in a lot of yeah them. so much sugar yeah um but i tend to have the natural greek yogurt that right. has no, no none of that in so and it's it's actually because i go for the full fat one it's actually really creamy so you don't need to add I, sugar to it yeah, anyway no mm. i love um i don't i just love plain yogurt you know, mm. if I'm dishing myself Although, does it, this is interesting. I know we talk about the gut, but it really affects my throat. I can't have it too much. If I have it for really? too much, my th yeah, horrible. Oh. So I have to, I mean, I have to give it, maybe have it for a week and then have a good two or three week break. And then, because if I have it all the time, my throat really reacts to it. Maybe you shouldn't have it at all. Is it well, the yogurt that it's? Yeah, But definitely. you said, you, and it's not the, so it's not the kefir that. No, no, no. It's just even if I just right. have yogurt on its own, it just doesn't react well to my throat. But oh. I know that people that are sing, people that sing and for a living, they can't have dairy because it makes all of their sort of nasal passages uh -huh. and all that sort of thing really. So I think it is a it's it's a thing, isn't it? But anyway, that was just oh. talk about reaction wow. of the body. Well, the best ones um, that I think that are found here in the US, and I don't know if these brands are over there, is one's called Stonyfield um, Organic, um, and then there's the Plain Activia plain mm -hmm. yogurt okay um and then i you know said about the occult just to be careful of that yeah uh, refrigerated sauerkraut i'm not a big sauerkraut fan but although i do make these little meatball things with some sauerkraut that's good for your tummy is that um, is, um i don't know if i've had it is that like the pickled cabbage thing? yeah yeah but they sell it that. um in cans here yeah, and the refrigerated um, right. one people are better off having the refrigerated one than the can um, kimchi, fridge kimchi. Mm -hmm. Have you had that before? I love I that. A bit. This, is the it Korean really nice? cabbage. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, mostly they have different ones, but mostly it's the um, Chinese cabbage or Napa cabbage they call yeah. them here um, with chilies, and it's mm -hmm. I, I you know it stinks, but um, I just like to keep a jar in the fridge, and if you like, yeah. oh god, I'm so hungry. Just have I get my chopsticks out because it's always yeah, yeah, better with chopsticks. Exactly. And just have a couple of pieces straight out of the jar, but that's good for your for your tummy too. Um, kefir, as you were just mm -hmm. talking about it, um, which is an Icelandic yogurt drink for anybody that hasn't tried it. It's fermented milk, and it it is um, it's like it's runny yogurt. Taste, it's a bit it? of an acquired yeah. taste, but if you put it in a smoothie. I've noticed that, like a bit. Well, I add smoothie. mine to my Greek yogurt, right? So I just add a good sort of spoonful of that to the other yogurt that I'm right. already eating, which I normally put on my oats or something like that, and then give it a good stir. You don't know it's in there, but right. if you try to drink it on its own, you would definitely know about it. Yeah, and then pickled um, veggies too, like you know, pickled beetroot or beets, carrots, cauliflower. I love pickled red cabbage. Oh, I love pickled right. red cabbage. But, yeah. you know, once again, you know, those things, if you buy them in the jar at the store, they can be high in salt. So it's good to try okay. and make your own too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try because we've got the garden is just so prolific this year. I'm going to try and pickle some, you know, beans and some oh, different things. Yeah. Oh, some peas as well. I don't know if you can pickle peas, but I've never seen them. So. No, I haven't. But mm. Give it a try. Um, 
you and I have spoken of this before about how about the serotonin, like ninety yep. percent or ninety five percent of it is produced in the uh, in the gut. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I know, isn't it? I think so. But I think that's where that whole there's some truth behind the, the phrase gut instinct, isn't there? Oh my it's goodness! When you, sort of, when you yeah. talk about it being your brain or something, you just sort of think it's definitely something you should be listening to uh-huh. because sometimes that gut instinct is always right over what oh. your brain can then talk you into and yeah. you just think there's something behind that phrase it's got to have come from mm-hmm. somewhere isn't it yeah and then i just get mad with myself when i don't listen to it the older i'm getting the more i trust it because it's something it's like the you know it's just a warning really isn't well, it well yeah exactly it knows what it's talking about yeah um and serotonin of you know I think most people probably know that it influences both mood and um, gut immunity, regulates cognition, and most of it exists in plasma. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not just serotonin, there's dopamine released as well, isn't Yeah, yeah. And um, the microbiomes in the gut, they help produce serotonin. So um, it's that's, you know, another reason because mm-hmm. if – if you don't have good gut health, then then that you know goes back to how your mood, right? Yeah, it can increase de- depression um, and anxiety. So you know, just another reason why you want to. Well, keep I was your gut I was healthy. reading. I was um, I'll give you the details of the book in a minute, but um, in this book that I've been reading, it's, it talks about different foods that trigger the transmitters from your gut in different ways. Right. So your those transmitters react differently. Um, but that feeling of being satisfied um, with what you're eating, that signal um, triggers and decreases depending on what the food is that you're eating because the bacteria prefers different foods. That's why. So it's the bacteria that then creates these transmissions up to your brain and those bacteria, which obviously then called the microbiomes and everything, but it's, they prefer different types of food, which is one, which is why it then creates different triggers. Right. Um, so basically the food that reaches your large intestine, which is undigested is the ones that the bacteria love the most. And they're basically whole foods as, you, right. as we've already gone through that mm-hmm. list. Um, the ones that it doesn't particularly like are white bread and pasta and all that sort of thing. So are you going to sneeze? No, no you're going to yawn. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I had just I had such a crap sleep a last sleep. night. Mm. Um, so that's why you do genuinely feel different depending on what the food is. So when we've been eating clean, we feel a bit perky. Mm-hmm. It's not just because we feel proud of ourselves. Right. It's a genuine reaction that your gut is creating because it's enjoying the food that you're putting in because it's creating different bacteria from it so i think that's the other thing we need to recognize it's not just a uh, sort of feeling proud of yourself kind of feeling that right. you've got when you feel lighter and perky it's a genuine physical reaction within your body um and so by putting all of the good foods in you're going to be creating all of the healthy environment for the bacteria to be created for the you know all of these triggers to be created and those um, reactions that you've just talked or hormones you've just talked through so the serotonin and the dopamine will be created even more sort of in greater um, volume by right. eating those foods so there is a direct connection sunshine you... helps too with yeah, the serotonin yeah uh-huh. um sunshine and exercise and yes. um eating plenty of tryptophan rich foods you know there's a people joke about you know having to go to sleep after thanksgiving 
I mean, yes. you know, because they're just one, so they're so stuffed. Like but, um, and the, the turkey, because turkey has tryptophan, you know, naturally occurring uh, in it. Okay. Um, but it's it's chicken, beef, wild salmon, tofu, pumpkin seeds, oatmeal, eggs, nuts and seeds. They all do too. So it's good so to get. So what does that do? So that you eat that and then what happens? The um, tryptophan um, helps the serotonin. That's what. Right, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is what it needs. It needs the, um, the like I was saying, the sunshine, the exercise and the tryptophan um, foods. What depletes it is what we've been saying is sugar, mm-hmm. um, excessive consumption of alcohol, cigarettes, um, hypoglycemia and diabetes, cholesterol medication like statins mm-hmm. and artificial sweeteners. And caffeine. So, if you if you have any of those things, what does that then do? It, it reduces the out the creation of serotonin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, you know, we're not saying avoid them altogether. With that's hard to do, but just be no. mindful of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it, you know, if you want to feel good and you want to lose weight, then I guess if you're doing have any of those things, I'm just trying to think like medication, for example, if uh-huh. you're taking that, you have to take your you have medication. To, yeah, you can't yeah, not. Yeah. What could you then do to try and, as we talked about last week, to try and strike the balance? Because actually, is there something you can up to try and well, balance that out? I guess eating the the high rich foods that it's going to like or help. Plus, I think also being on a good probiotic, right. but it has to be a good one. It has to. It, so you need to to read it if you. Um, read the bottle. Um, it's always better if it's in glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should have somewhere between 30 to 100 billion um, CFUs, which is colony forming units in okay. it. And then if it's got um, like an R or a T next to anything, mm-hmm. which is, you know, registered and trademarked, that means that it's actually been tested. Okay. Proven. So yeah. you want to find one. And is it liquid? Does it, does it matter if no, it's liquid or, or tablets? Um, the tablets. And they okay. have to also then um, survive the the gastric juices in your right. stomach. So right, so that's how the tablet then so, goes down. Yeah, through. so normally they're in um, like a capsule, capsule. form mm-hmm. and that outside they need to, it needs to survive, you know, getting down oh, there. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, and then, you know, I mean, they're not cheap. I'll no. say that. But if somebody is taking, you know, constant medication and they have to take yep. it, then it's just a good idea to, to mm-hmm. do that. And then to yeah. eat all the things that we were all talking the about, that we talk about. To uh-huh. have some nuts and seeds, you know, unless they have an allergy to them, of course. Um, you know, lots of just lots of everything, vegetables. Yes. Um, and fruits, of course, because they have so much in the way of fiber, which will yep. also help the stomach. And then, you know, Unless they're vegetarian, wild salmon, tofu, um, grass-fed beef, you know, if they can, or chickens that are mm-hmm. humanely raised, um, bit of turkey. I made yummy turkey stir-fry. I'll tell you about that later. Um, so, yeah, just to, to then really focus on what it is that they're eating, mm-hmm. try and cut down on on alcohol if they if they drink yeah i know you see it, alcohol sugars as well isn't it so right that's another, right yeah. i mean in a glass of wine here and there and you know whatever they fancy a vodka and soda or something but 
to try and stay away from like the foo foo drinks too because they are just full of well sugars. all the extra sugar yeah from yeah. the from the um soft drinks that they add to it isn't well it? that and you know like oh i do like a pina colada i have to say but you know often the pineapple juice that's used in that um is sweetened and if i'm drinking a pina colada i'm going to be 100 percent honest the first thought is not going to be in my gut health no no, it's, it's, it's going to be the fact that I'm on a sun lounger, right? Yeah, <laughs> with a pina colada in Hopefully one hand, on a, a beach the somewhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I might put my gut health to side, to, to there, the but... side. Yeah, but maybe you know, you know of... the next morning you might think. Well, exactly. About it. One of the ways we can, um, the physical ways we actually see an output of your gut health is your feces. I'm going to say that once, and then we're just going to move on to the real word of poo. Um, but you know, your your poo does indicate how your gut health is actually managing itself at the moment doesn't it so again right so i'm going to give you the title of the book um it's called the inside story of our body's most underrated organ it's gut um and but this is available in many many places but it's basically your poo gives you a good visual example of how long indigestible indigestible particles have taken to pass through your system so that's why it looks different so the reason your poo looks different from either one week or one day to the next is it's it's given you a visual representation of how long that food that indigestible food is taken to get through your gut right you're trying not to laugh no i'm not <laughs> i'm just thinking of when i eat beets because i really okay. like beetroot yeah. and how you know what's coming yeah but how it's always such a shock sorry <laughs> I was just, as you were saying that, I was thinking, and, and that goes through, that's a good indicator, actually, because it yeah. goes through quite fast. It's gone fast. So, yeah. so if you had, there's seven, Corn. seven types of, of poo, of poo right. that get, that get measured, basically. And it's measured against the Bristol stool scale. Mm. You can look it up. Everyone can have a look yourself, but basically it ranges from Type one, which is tiny little rabbit poos. You well, know, not good. Tiny That's niggers. constipated. That's not good. No. Constipated. It's yeah. taken over 10 days probably to get through. Oh, good Lord. 10 days. Uh-huh. We've seen so that. From start that to just finish. putrefies. Then well, in... that's when it's probably not great for the gases that are going to be coming out of your no. back end either. Well, Some of that will be body. water because obviously your body needs so much water to process this fibre uh -huh. and this indigestible which, which is product why it's that's gone through. Drink you must water. drink lots of water. Yeah. So if you are constipated, one of the first two things I would recommend is get a good couple of pints of water down you. Yeah. And move. some exercise that yes, yeah. move. Some exercise that involves your legs moving a lot or particularly sort of you could even be on the floor and pulling your knees up to your tummy and out again right and, you know, getting or sitting that, on a to, seat and marching or something you know, yeah. trying to get that tummy muscle to yeah. move a bit is what yeah. you're after but so that's kind of type one the middle sections are kind of um what you'd class a normal poo to look like slightly ridged and bumpy but you know if someone was said you visually imagine a poo that's kind of in the middle somewhere towards even better when it's a sort of a loft long soft sausage that's kind of coming out through to when you've got diarrhea that oh. might have taken only hours to have got through your body because you're sometimes body 20 minutes exactly your body says i don't want that in my body right and it can move that fast because you, you sort of think can it really have reacted that quickly yes. the answer is yes, yes it can because it recognizes this is a danger get get it out of my body and mm -hmm. i've dairy does that, with, that. cream does sauces okay. can do that or if i've eaten too much it just goes you greedy cow you've eaten yeah, too much you're too full. Uh -huh. and um it just purges yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I had it with um, tuna. I ate um, food poisoning from tuna. And my dear God, I've never experienced anything like it. But what's really interesting is my gut has remembered that. So it was hot tuna, like a tuna steak that I ate. And I was very, very, very ill for a number of hours. And it took moments to go. Um, but every time I eat hot tuna now, my body panics and I get an upset stomach. And there's nothing wrong with that tuna that I'm now eating going for. I can eat cold tuna, right. not a problem. But it if I eat remembers. a hot tuna steak, my stomach says, I remember what happened last time right. you ate this. And I'm going to. So it's really clever in protecting you as right. well. Right. So yeah, what that's it's what doing. it's doing. It's, it's funny you. when you say hot tuna, it reminds me of two things. One is a surf company. The surfy company. But, uh-huh. but something just doesn't sound good with hot tuna. No. I know what you're like, saying. It's just seared on either it was side. A seared, and then, yeah. But yeah. Either way, my body didn't think it was it good was, either. No, no, no. It, it was my own fault. Say no to hot tuna. I was tuna. in the middle of the Dubai desert. What possessed me oh, to think that was goodness. a safe thing to eat? I don't know. But anyway, seriously. It yeah, it wasn't good. Um. So have a look, look it up for yourself there. You see the seven types. Right. Perhaps try and identify on the general rule where you are, because actually it does give you a bit of an indicator of the health of your body. Because you might sort of think, well, I'm okay, but are you? You know, do you need more fluid because you've got these little rabbit poos? Right. And and you're clearly not eating enough. Also, milk can do that too, especially the children. Yeah. It can constipate. It it can just constipate them. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Even if they don't necessarily have an allergy to it well it's an intolerance and this is the other thing an allergy is different to an intolerance as well an allergy is like where's my EpiPen? exactly an allergy is a massive reaction and intolerance you do get the reaction but it's Mm -hmm. much slower so again there's the two different things there um but i think if you can indicate from that scale where you are even if you sort of could say to yourself oh my gut health is fine i think perhaps you would find you may not be as fine as you potentially would think and then you know exactly how you can correct it. So exactly as you were saying, the pre, pre and probiotics. Well, the, well, pre, yeah, would, the, the pre, pre, I think you can probably fix with food. The yeah. pro is something you'd have the to... The pre feeds the pro. Yes. Yeah. So, but also within that prebiotic, because you're eating the correct food, right. you've got this indigestible element which basically is fiber isn't it the more fiber you've got exactly yeah so the more roughage more fiber you can get in your body and i don't think as a as a human being we eat enough of it now do we no. We've got very God, lazy no. we don't want to no. chew anything we don't want to you know it's just got to be quick and oh easy. just push a button on the microwave yeah and mm. so then it's all done so have a look have a look at that scale so to say it again it's the bristol stool scale look it up right. see where you are on it and then perhaps adjust your food intake accordingly because this will help your gut health, but ultimately, if you're trying to lose weight, it's going to help you on your weight loss journey it, as well, that, because yeah. all of those foods are going to be the ones that you should be eating to help you to lose weight right. and get healthy anyway. Yeah. And your body just knows, doesn't it? It just yeah, knows exactly. what it's meant to have. All of those foods are the ones that actually it wants. So I think that's a, if you want to get a good visual indication, have a look. Have Where you, are you? Have you... Um, well, I was just about to say, have you ever done a poo that's like so long and great that you want to just call someone in to have a look at it? <laughs> Can I just say, and hoping my son doesn't listen, I regularly get that shout from him going, you've got to come and see this. I'm like, I am not coming. I'm not coming. He said, what if I take a photo of it? No, don't even do that. Oh. Thank you very much. Because, you know, I think young males generally are quite good at, at uh, going for a poo. Right. Um, but so yeah, I know what so number mean. two like was relieved. the... All in one. So what was three? 
No, so three and four, because you move from one, which oh, is kind of okay, three and four are good. Are they? Seven is your diarrhea. So yeah. You're, so three and four are good. So, so three, three is and... kind of that sausage of a poo that's got lumps, like lumpy right. outside to it. Okay. Kind of as you would imagine a poo. Right. And number four was a really smooth sausage. I'm comes out. usually, well, I'm like either of those. But oh, yeah, usually, okay, yeah, good. usually a, mm. a fork, because I do eat a lot of, yeah. You know, I eat lots of berries, have berries every day. I eat nuts and seeds. Yeah. I try and drink lots of water. And, you know, I have salad. Well, that's the thing, because and... this week, because I've had loads of water, loads of salad, which is which is roughage and yeah. fibre, um, lots of vegetables with um, chickpeas or beans and things. I am a very happy four. Oh, yeah, well done. <laughs> and it does make a difference. You just think, wow, okay. spring in your step. Well, that's the other thing. Once you have your body, this must be something to do with it. But once you have had a really good poo, don't you feel wonderful? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you physically that's feel why lighter. Dogs, that's why dogs run around because yeah. they feel good too. Well, they poo all the time as well. They're so regular, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But I think that um, if you think about it, it's all that waste that's just coming out of your uh-huh. body. If you're carrying that around and you haven't been for days on end, it's it's oh literally God. like I, I saw a visual thing, like an image once of a a bin you know like a kitchen bin and you just keep chucking the the peelings and the waste product in it and you keep chucking it and you never empty it right it what starts happens? to stink it yeah. starts to like get back up loads of condensation and oh my god it's horrible yeah. isn't it if you yeah. haven't emptied your bin quickly enough that's effectively what you're uh-huh. doing to your gut. yeah it's just rotting in there yeah and no wonder mm. then you don't feel well you do get gas because it's literally fermenting away. You, you stink. You get swollen because there's yeah, you it's got to go, you know, somewhere. Mm. It's got, well, it's physical waste in there right. as well. That's also an indication too. If you eat something and you get that bloated tummy afterwards, mm-hmm. I get that sometimes with, um, with bread because okay. I know I've got a bit of a yeast intolerance, yeah. but um, not so much sourdough. Sourdough is good. And That's if you can find, though, isn't it? Uh-huh. yeah, like a good, like a sourdough from a bakery that has yes. grains in it. If you can find something like that or just a good sourdough, not the stuff that's mass produced, yeah. read the label. should have just, you know, three yeah. ingredients in it for well, it. Actually, my friend's um, son is celiac and um, so there's so much that he can't right. have. But they found that when they're in France and eat baguette, they're absolutely fine because the chemicals are not added right. from the bakery. Had, it's not added. It's the chemical that's, yeah. I've had people tell me that before yeah actually are you um are you a poo every day person if i'm eating well i am yeah but when i'm not i'm not really? i could go a good couple of days three maybe without <gasps> going and then i'm like oh, oh come my on. god you must feel awful well i'm sort of used to it so i don't mm. but i mean after that i'm like i'm quite ready i really do want to go but if i'm eating well then i go every day like i don't go multiple brick. times a day really sometimes if i'm lucky but some people go like three or four times a day I'm sometimes like, i can do that just dep- yeah, it just depends, like, how much I've eaten, too. That's another thing. Right, yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, having things like you were saying, you know, like chickpeas and, yeah, and you know, I always have berries and I always just have a little handful of some seeds. You know, yesterday mm-hmm. it was pepitas. Could be something different today. But um, I think those, because I'm like, oh, Oops. get out, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Clear the <laughs> runway. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, and it's good. You want to do that. That's what needs to be, um, that's what needs to be happening. It's it? funny though, because we've talked about before about decisions that we've made 
with what food we're eating. So we felt like we we're out of control because we can't resist binging or we can't resist going to get something sweet because it's there. And if it wasn't there, then it helps. But we think that's a, a conscious decision in our mind or our brain. And actually, probably a lot of the time it's not. It's the it's the gut that's also influencing that. And if it's faced with two decisions there and then, it's basically just you're going to take what you fancy. But actually, what it really wants you to do is to make the right choice rather than what's make just right decision. in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and it's all those bacteria and stuff. Like we said, it's then making those transmissions to the brain and everything. But... A lot of the time, it isn't your, some of it, which is the crutch, which we've been talking about before, is emotion or the support structure when something happens and you mm-hmm. want to turn straight. Do you know what? That happened to me this week. I had a moment where I felt a bit stressed and disappointed about something. And I kid you not, the first thing I thought was like, I'm going to get, I, I started to find myself heading towards the, the kitchen and I just had to make that conscious n- no. This is just because you've had a reaction. Right. That is all it is. And just recognising that. Yeah, I did. And so it, that's still... So there's all these different things. It's a complicated system, isn't it? It's, it's brain, it's emotion, it's it's what's being created by the gut. So the, the hormones, it's all of those things. But um, it is important to remember that the more healthy you can keep your gut, probably the better decisions are that you're going to be making. Right, exactly. Plus... Um, you know, we were talking about how it can affect your, your weight, your gut, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I mean, I think when you, you, you know, you said you got upset, and I think that you can feel that in your gut when you get like a real upset too. I think you? that's it's interesting because you feel it in you. different places depending what it is. Doesn't uh-huh. it? Sometimes I feel it in my tummy, in my gut. Like sometimes like I feel if it's it in really my, bad. Yeah, sometimes I feel it in my chest. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's depending on what the um, reaction is and what it's to. I think. Right, but. Um, you know, so just to be, like we said, to be aware of that. But um, this is how your gut can affect your weight. Um, so it will obviously will let you know when you're full. Mm-hmm. So if you think that was so yummy, I'm going to go back and have seconds, just wait. Because it'll tell you not to. Because you'll feel... About 20 minutes. Yeah. If you, just can, if you can wait 20 minutes, right. you'll probably not want the action. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you eat and, and as your food's by, being digested, produces chemicals and that um, gives you that, lets you know, yeah, hey, I'm, mm-hmm. you're full, stop eating. Um, and then there are certain types of gut bacteria that are essential for maintaining a healthy gut barrier and preventing infl- inflammation, okay? And mm-hmm. that can contribute to weight gain inflammation can right okay so you know you were saying um because you know there's inflammation can do like it can spat for your heart all sorts of things but you were saying you know when you're like eating too much sugar or like mm-hmm. a special occasion or drinking mm-hmm. too much or whatever then you can feel actual inflammation oh, in physical, your joints yeah exactly yeah. so this is like internal inflammation and in um your joints and then um so but also your appetite, like what you were just saying before, like the the, the cravings that you have, yeah. that that that's you know obviously coming that's coming from your gut too, yeah. signaling your brain, right? Um, producing you know chemicals yet again, and then you know we talked about whole fruits, um, whole grains, fruits, veggies, fermented food, all those support healthy gut 
bacteria. Um, you know, stay away from sugary foods, artificial sweeteners, unhealthy fats. Bad for the, you know, yep. bacteria in your gut. You want to keep that. Keep that going. So, um, so really, it's like trying to balance the health of your gut with the conscious decisions you're making in your mind. So if you can find this happy balance between those two, then really they should feed each other, shouldn't they? So the, right. gut, the gut should feed the mind. The mind then can feel a lot happier. And so it should be this really content right. cycle. Yes. And I think possibly trying to concentrate on just one element, you're going to be fighting the battle quite hard because mm -hmm. the other one is not really then helping towards that overall goal or that you're trying to get to. Do you find that for me... Um... I think, okay, I need to look after, you know, my gut or I need to look after my skin or whatever. And obviously, you know, you can spend as much as you like on your skin for like products on your skin. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, if you're not eating right and drinking, you know, mm -hmm. hydrated properly, you know, that can show you can spend whatever you like. But do you find it easier to eat better for those things than you do for weight? If you understand what I mean? So finding easier, better like to, to eat healthier so, for my gut than I am trying to eat for trying for to like, lose yeah, weight. Yeah, for your gut or your brain or, you know, your skin or, you know, joint Yeah, because I guess that the, the sort of thinking behind that is the fact you're trying to improve your health as in keep yourself healthy, trying to keep yourself alive longer. Right, You know right. what? Because ultimately that's what we're talking about, right. isn't it? We're trying to make ourselves you know as healthy as possible to lengthen our life Longevity. and make yeah and make that life that we have the best it can be with regards to our health right. because some things you know you just can't control but I guess there's a tendency or for some people to think about your weight as a bit of a sort of superficial element to that but right. the way that you look but that's only if you consider it about the way that you look if you suddenly add it into part of this whole mindset of well I'm trying to make my life as long as it can be and then as moving as possible and as you know as, as full as possible then that's surely got to be part of that same process and maybe that's why it's more difficult thinking about what to eat for losing weight if you don't think of it in the right way so if you're right. thinking about it only in a From, sort of superficial right, way you look rather than the health perspective because mm. I find it much easier to think well I'm not going to eat that because it's not good for gut health or mm -hmm. it's not going to be good for my brain and my mood mm -hmm. rather than, well, I'm not going to eat that because I'm trying to lose weight. Do you understand but what I mean? But then that's like, say, so, well, why, you know, that's the I mean, thing. It's a good why thing are you trying to, to lose weight? Yeah. But it's a good thing to be focused on my, I just find it's it easy is. to focus on my, my health and not focus on my weight. But that would be when if I we can it. then work that weight into that overall health project, then it will be the same thing. That's what will be the win, won't right. it? Right. So, I mean, if you eat for your health anyway, yeah, you'll just you'll lose weight. The weight will come along the ride. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's going to be so. You know, that's I just approach it as okay. I'm going to eat healthy, yeah. wholesome foods. Limit the stuff that I know isn't going to be good that we've you know have mm -hmm. talked about, and I don't know. I just find that so much easier than. Do you know what then in in that beautiful recipe of what you're just trying to describe right. there i think the only thing that's required for the weight loss is just portion control right 
then after so exactly because all of the other stuff you're doing is because you want to preserve you know your your health as much as you can right. so that's why you're doing and eating all of those other things which automatically means that your weight loss journey is going to happen because you're not eating processed foods mm-hmm. and all the rest of it but the only tweak you're going to have to make it's portion is the portion sizes. control yeah, yeah yeah exactly but anyway it was just something yeah, that i don't know just works for me yeah. it's just a different way of looking at it and you know and the i just want to keep my skin nice and uh-huh. you know because you can't well i guess you can change it i don't want to have to go and no, you know, under the knife. No, no, because it, it never looks right. It scares me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to inject anything in my face. Oh, that. Oh, I know Botox. people do. That's fine, yeah. but I just wouldn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't do that. Hey, yeah. um, have you been cooking anything yummy that I need to know about? I've been doing lots of more of the vegetable and the chickpeas and the beans and aubergines and what did I do last night? Mm. Oh, I did a roasted spiced cauliflower last night. So I've not actually cooked an actual recipe from anything this week. It's just been vegetables or things I've got to use up from the pantry or from the fridge and then made exciting things out of it so i did like a mexican spiced cauliflower with oh and i put beetroot in it so you talk about beets i also chunky cut up beetroot and put that in with the um cauliflower when i roasted it with the mexican spices it was really tasty oh nice really good i saw somebody um i think it was on instagram and i really want to do it she made a hummus and it was a good hummus like it was really Mm -hmm. super creamy um and had roasted potatoes and uh, little new potatoes and cauliflower mm. and some chickpeas. And then she tossed it all in um, like some spices. Mm. And um, and then she put that on top of the hummus. And I think she might have had like a yogurt dressing or something oh, over it. It, does sound it just good. looks so good. And I thought, yeah. who was that? I love Do you know potatoes. Who that was? No, I think I might have sent it to myself. I'm, uh, I'll have okay. to have a look. You know, because yeah, it good. depends on what account I see it yeah. on. Yeah. Send it from my personal to my work one. But, yeah, I was like, mmm. Because I'm just like, oh, good. my God, I love potatoes so much. And I just thought that would be We've yummy. been having a lot of um, rice and quinoa and stuff like that as well okay. over the last couple of weeks. I've been cooking brown rice this week. Yeah. Last night I made a um, – I was testing a recipe that I want to put on my website. And it was um, ground turkey because, you know, just for the – the fat, mm-hmm. you know, it's got so much Low less fat. fat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it could be ground turkey or um, chicken. And I used ground because I just thought, well, I don't have to cut anything up. Then mm-hmm. this is so quick and easy. And um, some ginger. So I browned it, some ginger garlic, put in a bit of the Thai, the red Thai chili paste, mm-hmm. um, green beans, red bell peppers, pineapple. I had to use canned because I can't eat fresh. Um, what else? Oh, and some Thai basil leaves because I've got two plants that are massive, but people could put um, cilantro, coriander in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think that's on some onion. And, yeah, I had that with some brown rice. It was so yummy. Nice. Oh, I put um, just a little bit of saying about the sugar thing, but I just put a little bit of honey just to sort of mm-hmm. glaze it up. And the canned pineapple, I use the natural. I've just remembered what I did cook. Right. I did, now slightly odd because of the time of year, but I saw them in the supermarket, Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. 
So I blanched them just for three minutes Mm -hmm. and then I roasted them with whole cloves of garlic. Nice. The Brussels sprouts sliced in half, you know, like lengthways. Yeah. Um, Put all that in there. And then I put strawberries in there. Oh, you did? And chili flakes. And chili flakes. Oh. Okay. Oh my god! And had it like a warm, and then put butter beans in yeah, right yeah. at the end, right. and had it like a warm salad. So basically, it was Brussels sprouts, whole goat garlic cloves, right, butter beans, and strawberries, but with chili in there as nice. well. It was delicious. Was so sounds good. Absolutely delicious. So I'd a but, balsamic little drizzle of balsamic that would be nice. glaze on that would have been good. But yeah, oh man, it was so so good. Yeah, that does sound um, good. So that's. But only because I had strawberries to use up right. and they were a little bit soft. I was a bit like, oh, I don't want to taste so I thought I'll give it a go. And I was questioned on it, like, if that looks a little bit unusual. I went, well, we'll give it a try. Oh, it was, we really loved it. Oh, so nice. I'll definitely do that again. But yeah. Um, I made pickled strawberries. I saw those. They They're look so, great. oh my goodness. They were so good. It's not like something you, that you, well, they were still good the next day, but they were nicer, like, mm-hmm. on the day that I made them. And then I just toasted some little pieces of bread and squished yeah. um, creamy goat cheese on it. And I don't even like goat cheese, but it, with the strawberries, yeah. it was just so good. And just put the strawberries on top, squish them down a little bit, tiny little drizzle of honey and um, some fresh thyme. Oh, my God. That yeah. Good. They were really, really good. And then um, I also made uh, – I've never made a savoury watermelon salad, and I know that, you know, there's lots of them out there, mm-hmm. but I made a watermelon, strawberry, blue cheese, and basil oh, salad that was so cheese. simple. We yeah. just, I put some lime juice, just tossed the strawberries and watermelon in that, um, threw some um, shredded uh, basil, and then at the end, I put a drizzle of um, balsamic glaze. Mm-hmm. And just a smattering of um, pepitas because I figured watermelon and pumpkins are in the same what family. Are... Oh, they're, oh, they're the a... inside of the pumpkin seed. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, and, oh, it was so good. It sounds It was good. one I of those things where you just can't stop eating it. Yeah. yeah. And the blue cheese. It just worked together so well. So it might sound odd, but anyway, mm. that was delicious. Yeah. So, Yes. All good food. And it is so um, much easier to eat fresh. It's just easier summer, I have to say. Summer is so much easier. It it's is. exciting. Yes. We don't want, you don't crave the sort of comfort food either as much, you know, the sort of no. the stodgier, heavier food. So it definitely uh-huh. is easier. Do you know what one of my favourite sandwiches is? And I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but um, it's uh, just a tiny scraping of mayo. And I like it. I buy a really nice um, whole grain sourdough and um, it has pickled beets, pickled beetroot, mm-hmm. cucumber, onion and tomato. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very good. And salt that and pepper, good. of course. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite sandwiches. I could just get, eat good. it all the time. And if you have a little hummus around, you could put a little hummus on there too. I am now, as always, officially starving. Right. <laughs> it's just, well, see, you know, good food doesn't have to be boring, does it? doesn't no. sounds delicious it's father's day here this sunday yes here too oh it is oh yeah mm. yeah right okay Are you guys it's only our mother's days are not matched up the mother's day is now different i don't know why that's different father's day in um australia is in september but oh is it yeah oh, okay. yeah um we're gonna 
go out for it because, mm. you know, Lawrence's kids aren't here, so they're up in Minnesota. That'd be but nice. anyway, yeah, be nice to do something. Uh, next week, Sarah and I are talking about how being overweight can dampen desire and stop you having a fulfilling sex life. So the next episode is all about um, Let's sex. Talk about sex baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah. We're not going to do our goals for today because we are going to be recording back to back. So, um, we'll yeah, so we'll talk episode. about that in the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. Please send us a message if there's a particular topic you'd like us to talk about. Head to LavoniaandSarah.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletter and find the links to connect with us on social media. I hope today's, we hope today's episode on gut health has made you aware of how important caring for your gut is and its microbiome is for your health, mood, weight, immune system and overall well-being. We've had a gut full, so that's bye (laughs) for us. We'll chat to you next week. Bye.